0: But first, Hurricane Fiona hit Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and currently Turks and Caicos, and has left millions without power and running water. This comes five years after Hurricane Maria devastated Puerto Rico, causing so much damage that most of the island is still recovering from it. Puerto Ricans and Dominicans continue to face torrential rain that's causing mudslides and destroying bridges and roads, and every avenue that makes assistance and rescues nearly impossible. So the sizable Puerto Rican community here in Chicago is rallying to support them. Jesse Fuentes is co-chair of the Puerto Rican Agenda of Chicago and joins us now. Hi, Jesse. Welcome to Reset.
1: Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing
0: well. Thank you for for taking the time, Jesse. Now, before we actually get to your group's plan to uh, support Puerto Rico through Hurricane Fiona, I do also want to note that this is the five-year anniversary of Hurricane Maria, also devastating the island. Still... Folks are recovering from that storm today. Is that right?
1: That is. We have to think about, you know, the thousands of homes across the island of Puerto Rico that still have blue tarps on their roofs from Hurricane Maria because there wasn't enough relief dollars dedicated to the island to rebuild infrastructure. We still have families, right, who are grappling with the psychological trauma of how long they lived in the dark after Hurricane Maria. Some towns went as long as seven months to a year without light. Uh, we have an uh, ethical responsibility to ensure that not only are we helping Puerto Rico recover from Maria 5 years later uh but we also assist in the recovery of Puerto Rico um after Hurricane Fiona.
0: Yeah, let's talk more about that Jesse. The the damages from Hurricane Maria, how are they impacting these new damages, if you will, from from Fiona?
1: Yeah, we have to think not all of the infrastructure of Puerto Rico was rebuilt after Hurricane Maria, and so the landslides, the mudslides, and the flooding that have truly impacted the southern region of Puerto Rico has literally ripped bridges uh, from its foundation, have flood homes, and completely have lifted what were supposed to be temporary roofs. And so if folks believe that they didn't have fully recovered homes after Maria, uh, possibly after the Fiona, they have completely lost them.
0: Yeah. Chicago, as we know, has a significant Puerto Rican community. How are the folks that you've spoken to reacting to this news, Jesse?
1: People are disheartened and and people are broken. People are angry and they are hurt. Uh, People in diaspora are extremely worried about their family in Puerto Rico. You know, some people are saying, well, our families in, in central Puerto Rico, they haven't experienced flooding the way the southern part did. But we also have to... Uh, be able to truly understand what it feels like to once again go without power. And what does that mean, to go without power? right? right. A lot of people are like, ah, we're in the dark. But in Puerto Rico, that's not it, right? Without power, there's no clean water. Without power, we lose food. Without power, we can't store medicine appropriately. Without power, we have to transfer patients from one institution to another if they don't have appropriate backup generators. You're quite literally uprooting people from their homes because they are now climate refugees. Hmm. And
0: add to that, Fiona dropped over 20 inches of rain in 24 hours, leaving many with flood damages, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, there are still some homes that are completely underwater as we speak here on this show. And there are thousands of individuals that have been rescued in the last uh, 24 hours that were stranded in between two rivers. Um you know, we are trying our best to fully understand what is the damage after Hurricane Fiona. It is right now too early to be able to have a full, comprehensive articulation of what's happening. Uh, but we know that the devastation is real. Yeah. And in some places in Puerto Rico, the the damages feel uh, more intense than Hurricane Maria because they weren't uh, recovered appropriately. Mm,
0: right, right, right. Of course, this coming on the heels of another one. Absolutely. They're going to be in worse, worse shape. The Puerto Ricans are still facing flash flooding, uh, yep. potential landslides, as we mentioned, even though this hurricane has passed from that island. Uh, talk more about the, the conditions of basic infrastructure there, uh, Jesse. just for, for those of us who haven't been, you know, the streets, the bridges.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there are, especially when you're traveling in the southern region of Puerto Rico, there are bridges that take you from one municipality to another. There are roads that without that road, you cannot leave your town, right? There are roads that have been completely blocked. There are roads that are completely underwater. Um, Some of us cannot remove the image of the bridge in Utuado that was completely ripped and moved by a landslide, right? Without those roads, bridges, there is no leaving unless there is a helicopter who's willing to come in and rescue those individuals.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, lack of infrastructure sounds like it would also present problems for, for the rescue crews, you know, being absolutely. able to get in and help.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So this is where the Puerto Rican agenda comes in, I gather, right? So so talk to us about your Rescue Relief Rebuild campaign.
1: Absolutely. So we, we launched this campaign six months after Hurricane Maria. We had started to aid Puerto Rico by taking a plane of pallets of resources, and we quickly realized that the pallets that we were taking was not exactly what Puerto Rico needed. Now, some people on the island definitely needed the supplies that we took. But more importantly, they needed monetary contributions to be able to dedicate to rebuilding efforts, organizations, institutions that they had been able to designate on the island. And so the three R's for Puerto Rico is designed to be able to raise money and provide the resources that the Puerto Ricans on the island identify, right? And so we are not going to dedicate any money and funnel it to the central government. We are dedicated and committed to giving the money to local institutions and local elected officials who truly understand where the need is. Uh, We were able to give out over $600,000 in micro grants, over 50 pounds in Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. Wow. And we plan on doing the same, and we are hoping to double those efforts um, as we are preparing ourselves to support Puerto Rico after Hurricane uh, Fiona.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are talking to Jesse Fuentes, who's co chair of the Puerto Rican Agenda. And we're talking about the group's campaign to support the island through recovery uh, again after uh, another powerful hurricane. So how much did that rescue relief rebuild, the three R's plan, how much did that cost, Jesse, in the aftermath of of Hurricane Maria?
1: How much did it cost? Yeah. Yeah, we were able to dedicate almost a million dollars worth of resources. The Puerto Rican agenda alone had raised Mm $600,000 and uh, designated it to 50 times in Puerto Rico. Now the Puerto Rican agenda is also committed not to spend a penny of any of that on any administrative cost, right? Okay. We didn't buy not one plane ticket. We didn't book not one hotel room. We didn't pay not one coordinator out of those funds. 100% of the funds that are raised through the 3 hours campaign is designated, distributed and given to the people of Puerto Rico.
0: And and that decision, tell me why you came to that.
1: Because we believe that it's truly important that the needs of the people of Puerto Rico come first before ours. Um, We have comforts and privileges here uh, in the city that the people of Puerto Rico do not. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do not need any of those funds. And we have all committed to volunteer ourselves to dedicate 100% of those funds to the island. Yeah, that's
0: commendable. How did Chicagoans step up and and support you and the plan back then?
1: Absolutely. I think that they had rallied as quickly as we are rallying today after Hurricane Fiona. There's a large Puerto Rican community here in Humboldt Park and across the state of Illinois. Uh, Many of us who still have friends and family on the island, right? This is uh, an issue that really strikes a personal chord with us. Uh, When we woke up Saturday morning and seen the weather predictions of Hurricane Fiona, we all immediately had become worried about the people that we still have back at home. And so this is not just solidarity work because we have a cultural and um, historical connection to the island. It is because the island is still a part of us, um, and we still have family that reside there. Mm
0: -hmm. Are you talking to us from the community right now, Jesse?
1: I am. I am talking to you from Division of Mozart. I'm standing in front of one of the biggest Puerto Rican steel flags across the world.
0: Yeah. So the uh, the U.S. Federal Emergency Management Agency announced federal emergency aid is available to the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. Do you know how much that is?
1: We do not. We know that there is still about a billion dollars sitting in the U.S. Treasury right now that should have been released after Hurricane Maria and was not. We are ready to demand those resources are released to continue to help rebuild Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria and that more resources are dedicated to rebuild after Hurricane Fiona, Puerto Rico deserves the release of those funds and for an infrastructure to be built that can truly sustain itself um, while we are facing climate emergency in the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, of course, Puerto Rico is a, a commonwealth of of the United States, right? Yep. So, so how do you want to see? How else do you want to see national officials step up here and, and support?
1: Yeah, Well, I I truly believe that Puerto Rico is a colonial property of the United States, and we have to acknowledge the colonial relationship between Puerto Rico and the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, I want every elected official who sits in a congressional Senate uh, seat and folks that are in the White House and President Biden to acknowledge that Puerto Rico is a colonial property of the United States and begin to push forward legislation that's truly going to seek the self-determination of Puerto Ricans on the island, the island itself, and the diaspora.
0: Talk a little bit more about short term and long term needs uh, of Puerto Ricans
1: right now. At the short term, we must truly begin to help the cleanup after Hurricane Fiona, right? And I hope, and we have seen that FEMA has already arrived, and uh, we are grateful to President Biden for acting swiftly, right? Uh, We didn't have the same uh, pleasures of having the former administration act swiftly after Maria. Uh, President Biden has declared Puerto Rico a state of emergency, Mm -hmm. and they are receiving the resources of the National Guard. And so we need to continue to work to clean the debris in the short term. We need to ensure that we are housing individuals that have been misplaced due to the flooding and the landslides. And we in in the diaspora have to be prepared to be able to welcome and stabilize climate refugees that come from Puerto Rico.
0: So what's on your to-do list for today with your group?
1: Today, we are going to continue to create visibility uh, by continuing to do interviews and have conversations. And we are obviously advocating for people to donate to the 3Rs campaign. We want to be able to raise $100,000 in the next few weeks, um, hopefully within a month, and be able to get these microgrants to Puerto Rico as soon as possible.
0: Yeah. Folks listening right now, Jesse, you know, how best can they help? So donations sounds like a, a big one. Anything else?
1: Absolutely. Donate. Uh, You can go to the Puerto Rican Agenda Facebook page, the Puerto Rican Agenda website, where you will find the PayPal link to donate. Raise consciousness around the colonial reality that Puerto Rico um, is living in and the relationship it has to the United States. And also, we want to truly be able to hold Luma accountable. Uh, This company was given hundreds of millions of dollars to build a power grid that cannot sustain itself in a Category 1 storm. We have to be able to really ask questions and demand for an investigation on how that money was spent. Um, because Puerto Rico and the people of Puerto Rico deserve a power grid that's not going to consistently leave them in the dark.
0: Jesse Fuentes is the co-chair of the Puerto Rican Agenda. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.